So we are here to bring you a special bonus episode because everyone is stuck inside right now, self-isolating and social distancing and quarantining. Um, And there are also a lot of great books that are being released right now that are not getting a lot of attention because everything is all about the pandemic. So we thought we would do a quick little bonus episode and share some books that we're reading now or that we're excited to read um, so you can stock your bunker with good quarantine reads. So Kristen, you want to kick us off? Sure. So I am super excited to read um, Murder at the Mina House by Erica Ruth Neubauer. Um, It comes out it's the I think the last Tuesday of the month, and it's her debut. This is not a good time to um, be yeah. debuting a book at yeah. all, um, but it is a historical mystery. It's um, like set in the 1920s, and it looks super glam and super fun, and I'm just super excited about it. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm excited for that one, too. I know Erica through the Sisters in Crime Chicagoland. Mm -hmm. Um, She lives in Wisconsin, but she drives down here for for that. (laughs) Um, And she was telling me about how she visited Egypt to research for this book, which I think is genius. Once we're all allowed to travel again, we need to, like, come up with books that are set in far-flung locales and write that shit off on our taxes. (laughs) All right, Wendy, what do you got? Okay. Oh, my gosh. This one I'm so excited about. It's called The Deep by Alma Katsu. Mm. And let me just read you this opening, this like line that they start the elevator pitch with. Someone or something is haunting the Titanic. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she do- what, this is what she does. She does these speculative historical horror books. So it's like, you know, a book about, um, you know, getting stranded at the top of the mountain and having to eat people but speculative so she puts this speculative spin on the titanic um and it looks so creepy and amazing that sounds awesome the deep the deep well i'm reading right now um anna k by jenny lee which is a ya retelling of anna karenina um I've actually never read Anna Karenina, but I'm still enjoying it <laughs> very much. Uh, I think it was pitched as like Gossip Girl meets Crazy Rich Asian. So it's very like frothy and delightful and just a nice escape. Although I'll say reading all of the scenes where all these teenagers are at clubs like partying and dancing together. I'm like, no, six feet no, apart. Stay <laughs> home. <laughs> so it's weird. It's almost it's like it's from this alternate reality because they're all like, going out and sleeping together and taking drugs and I'm like you can't do any of that you're supposed to be quarantined but uh it's a nice escape from quarantine life so that's Anna K by Jenny Lee um right now I'm reading All This Could Be Yours by Jamie Attenberg and uh it is like all of her books are just like about the most deliciously dysfunctional families it's just wonderful but so this is about um like the the patriarch of this family who's kind of like uh he's always been horrible and he suffers a heart attack and is in a coma so um the book takes place over like a single day in the aftermath of that as his wife and his daughter and his stepdaughter um it's not stepdaughter daughter-in-law all sort of come to terms with that and the prose is just it is drop dead gorgeous it's marvelous awesome that sounds awesome i've heard good things about that one 
Okay, well, my next one is a young adult um, historical mystery. It's a historical murder mystery set in Korea called The Silence of Bones by June Her. Oh, that looks so good. Oh, I cannot wait for this book to come out. It takes place in the early 1800s in, uh, in Korea, and it's about an orphaned 16-year-old, uh, or no, I don't think she's orphaned, but it's about a, a teenage girl um, diving into a dead woman's secrets, I guess, is what it says. Ooh. Nice. It has a super creepy cover too, right? Yes, I it's think... like a haunting blue on blue, close-up watercolor looking kind yeah. of thing. Gorgeous. Yeah, I have that on my list to do. I have that uh, Instagram where I pair lipsticks with books. Oh, and that is like cool. on my, my list for sure. I was staring yeah, at that cover Yeah, it looks day. amazing. I literally can't wait for that one to come out. I did not get an arc. I am waiting patiently with it on pre-order. Patient, patient. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, probably next on my list once I'm done with Anna Kay is The Herd by Andrea Bartz. Oh, yeah, which, that's on mine, too. Mm, yeah, that comes out March 24th. Um, so by the time this airs, it'll already be out. And again, this is her second book, not her debut, but like a terrible, terrible time to have a book come out. Um, <laughs> Andrea was going to have this awesome event at the bookseller in Chicago that I was so excited to go to. And unfortunately, that's canceled as well. But um, the book will be available. And it's about... Uh, like a murder at an exclusive women's co-working space, not unlike The Wing, um, but it's called The Herd instead. And it has this gorgeous cover. I'm just, yeah, super excited to read it. I have a copy um, already because her publicist sent it to me and I'm like just staring at every day, waiting until I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I've been finding it really hard to concentrate on reading right now. I don't know about me too. you guys. I'm yeah. having such a hard time reading. Like, uh, friends of mine who are not in publishing are like, oh, I'm just, like, reading so many books right now. I'm just, like, finishing my whole stack of books. And I'm just, like, I can read, like, five pages. And then I just start thinking about, like, I don't know, existential yeah. dread yeah. things. <laughs> that. That old friend. <laughs> that old friend. So, yeah, I, I want this to be a time when I'm catching up on my reading. But so far, that has not been the case. But. I, I will get to the herd very soon. I've been excited to read it ever since I first heard about it. And um, yes. Andrea is, of course, a friend of the podcast. If you're looking for more things to amuse yourself with, we interviewed her last year and it was it was fabulous. So that would be a good episode to go back and listen to if you haven't. Um, I don't know, Wendy, you might have been going to talk about this one as well, but uh, Mindy Mejia's Strike Me Down mm. comes out at the very beginning yes. of April. And... Um, people are going to want to read this book and get prepared for our May podcast episodes that we'll be sort of talking about some of the themes. But um, the book is about um, some like financial malfeasance in this uh, like women's kickboxing empire. And it's full of strong women and double crossing. And it's wonderful. Oh, it's so good. And it's so it's a testament to her skill as a writer that I was so sucked into this book about forensic accountants. Right. <laughs> you know, I was like, this isn't necessarily my normal. I can't stop reading this. Oh, my God. What's going to happen next? Right, right. Um, okay, so I have an interesting one. This is a collection of feminist essays called, um, called It's Not About the Burqa, edited by Miriam Khan. And it is uh, 17 Muslim women speaking frankly about the hijab and wavering faith about love and divorce, feminism, queer identity, sex, 
and just living in Western society. And I'm really looking forward to that one. I think that's going to be a really interesting read. Hmm. Wow, yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah. Another one that would be great to read right now uh, would be My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell, which just came out. Um, and this book, I it's very heavy and, and depressing in a way because it is about like a girl being molested by her teacher. And so it's not like a cheerful escapist read for quarantine, but it's gorgeously written. Um, when I read the arc last year, I kind of like devoured it. Like it's yeah. very compulsive, like page turning. And I kind of want to, now that I have a finished copy, I want to go back and read it and really savor it. Um, Cause I feel like I read it too fast before, but you just, it's so, it's so compelling. Like you just, you can't put it down. Like the, it's something that's so heavy and, and literary, but also just feels like a thriller is really something like her writing is very inspiring to me. I read your arc. I, I read it in like a day at Thriller Fest or like during my time when I went back to the hotel room. I couldn't put it down. That's right. I've passed that My Dark Vanessa arc around like I gave it to you and yeah, you read it and then I gave it to Hallie Sutton and she read it and we gave it to our Pitch Wars mentee, Heather Levy. I think it's still with her unless she passed it on, but that arc went on quite a journey. I just like wanted yeah. everyone to read it and the book wasn't coming out. I think it just came out March 7th, but for the months between when I first read it, I was just like, everyone needs to read this so we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Everyone read it and then we can all talk about it on, on the internet or in person if we're ever allowed outside again. <laughs> yeah. If. <laughs> I am, after I'm done with reading um, the Jamie Attenberg book i'm looking forward to reading weather by jenny ophill i think is how you say her name um she's the author of the department of speculation which was this little book that just like exploded a few years ago um it's just it's like sort of a relationship drama about uh the department of speculation is a relationship drama about um a marriage falling apart but the way it's written is just so um amazingly insightful and concise because she writes very very short novels which like I really I like think that. is interesting when yeah. someone can like paint a real portrait of these people in such um a small amount of space uh but anyway her new book is called weather and I got it from our library right before it closed um so I've been savoring it or saving it for uh, when I have a clear head, because I've been looking forward to this book for a long time, The Department of Speculation was one of my very favorite books from a couple years ago. So her new book um, is about a um, college librarian who gets involved with a podcast and she winds up um, answering questions about climate change and um, politics and if it's anything like the way the Department of Speculation was, like the the plot summary of this book will not matter at all. It is about the characterization and just the way that she unfolds each scene. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that too. Cool. That sounds awesome. Uh, okay. Well, I can't not mention Little Secrets by Jennifer Hillier. Oh, so good. Uh, so good. I think I it will not be read it. Yeah, it will not be out yet at the time that this airs, but like pre-order that shit and like you'll be thanking yourself later. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> yes. Um it comes out on April 21st. 
mm-hmm. um, and it is the book to get. I mean, it is like uh, it doesn't need my help; like it's doing mm-hmm. well on its own. But I just had to mention it because it's so good, and it's a really different direction for Jenny. You know, like this is a totally different direction for her. She's normally writing th- uh, like serial killer thrillers. And this is a domestic thriller. So it's mm-hmm. like a very different type of story for her. And I was so excited. Like, let's see what it's like when she takes these like serial killer thrillers uh, skills and turns them on a domestic story. Because I just knew it was going to be like super gripping. And it is. It's really gripping. It's about a mom whose son is kidnapped and she won't let it go. So it's like the woman who won't let it go. <laughs> and um, And she has to get to the bottom of it. That was so I don't read a ton of domestic thrillers, domestic suspense, like they don't always hold my interest. But Jennifer is just like she goes hard, like she goes there. She does not mess around. She does not mess around. (laughs) Like it's very dark and twisted. And I loved it. Like it. uh, She does not pull punches, but it's still like emotionally satisfying. Like it's not this depressing, dark read necessarily but yeah she just I always tell her around. like knowing her in real life is like I love the Seahawks this is my son is adorable my husband and I are so <laughs> cute I'm like the nicest person and then knowing her in her books is like this is what it feels like to use a bone saw to dismember a human being like it's so <laughs> you know what I mean and I'm just like what what is that I love it I mean I'll say since people can't get little secrets for a few more weeks yeah you could just catch up on all of her other books um jar of hearts which is oh, one just about every award it seems yeah. like jar of hearts is amazing they're all um, great creep i really enjoyed as well yeah um yeah very fucked up delightful although creep involves like a guy kidnapping a woman and like holding her prisoner in a bunker which might be like too real for some of yeah, us right. right now but you know your mileage may vary <laughs> Right, there could be people who, like, want to read stories about people who are trapped or, you Mm, know, like, this might be a great time to reread Station Eleven. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, my friend Mike had his uh, pandemic book come out in the middle of January. Oh. (laughs) It's called... the be- a beginning at the end and it's like a really like loving look at people putting life p- together after a pandemic destroys the world but like it's a hard timing for him right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you're that kind of person who wants to read you know quarant- like actual quarantine plague <laughs> literature yeah. yeah station 11 mike's book i'm not sure if i'm there yet i i have like I kind of bend that way where I, I like to think about the worst case scenario. Like yeah. I've really been thinking about watching Contagion again. Oh yeah. And like, do I want to What about 12 myself? Monkeys? Oh, I've never seen that. Oh girl. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read um, The Hot Zone like back in the day? No. Wow. no. Uh, I don't know. Like I have a very clear memory of having read it when I was in middle school, which is like, that should not have been because it was like, <laughs> It's like nonfiction about like, I think it's nonfiction. Is it nonfiction? I don't even know. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, I guess maybe it isn't nonfiction, but it's not the book. It's not a book that you should be reading. No, it is. It it is nonfiction um, about Ebola, but it was published in 1995. So yeah, I I would have been in middle school. Um, I don't know why I read this book at that time, but like it was everyone in my school was reading it for some reason. 
It's really <laughs> bizarre. Now that I think bizarre. about it, why were all of these kids reading this book about Ebola? I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, I just keep thinking about that book lately because it was like, you know, you you read something, even whether it's true or not, like you read a, a novel about a pandemic and like you're like, you don't even have to get to the point of thinking to yourself, this is never going to happen to me. I'm never going to live through that. Like, you know, you, yeah. it doesn't even occur to you. It's just so surreal now that like these we are living in that thing that seemed like that would never happen and it is here so i i do tend to be a worst case scenario person but i am definitely not um up for reading uh, contagion fiction at this time <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not sure I, well one recommendation i have for a book that just came out that's like sort of contagion fiction but a little bit um is the electric air by victoria lee Mm. Um, yeah i don't know if you read their first book the fever king uh, but it is set in uh future north carolina where it's sort of dystopian i know we don't like dystopian is not cool anymore but i never stopped loving dystopian books (laughs) um and in this world there's this pandemic basically of this virus that it either kills you or if you survive it you get magical powers which like i wish <laughs> that the coronavirus worked that way that'd be great right mm. um it was very interesting character psychology kind of stuff victoria is a phd student in a, they study like serial killers and psychopathy and stuff i think <laughs> um i really really love the fever king uh all the characters in it are queer. I assume the same is true of the electric air. And I've been looking forward to finding out what happens in the rest of the story. So that's high on my quarantine TBR as well. It just came out last week, I believe. Well, I do have two. I wanted to tell you about that are coming out. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, um, all Your Twisted Secrets just came out by Diana Urban. I talked about that already on the podcast. I just wanted to say, get it. It's a locked mm-hmm. room thriller. It's so good. I want to tell you that I ordered that from my favorite indie bookstore in Chicago, Women and Children First, on like the day it came out. And they told me it was already back ordered. Wow. What? So well done, Diana. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm waiting wow. for that. Um, and then there's a book called The Lucky Ones by Liz Lawson coming out. This is about school shooting, so it's definitely not for everybody who would feel triggered by that, but it's so well written and it's really about people who have survived shootings and like what it means to be a survivor of something of a catastrophe like that, which is kind of apropos right now, right? Like what does it mean to survive on after someone you've loved has passed in such an awful way and just her characters are so amazing and she treats it so well like her main character is a badass angry teenage girl who does not um she is not a soft nice crier you know what i mean like she's not the pretty crier and then there's a really soft and sweet um teenage boy in the book as well that's the second point of view and they're brought together his um mother is the attorney defending the shooter that killed her brother Mm. so they're brought together in this really difficult way and it's they have like redemption in their in their bond that they form i feel like most of these are like really bummer recommendations though (laughs) i'm trying to think of like fun sexy books i just want to read oh god you're so right but this is the kind of books we read though i know (laughs) it's true here's one though um 
wait. You thought of one fun thing and then it just went right out of your it head. It just went we right out of my head. We can't retain these things. We're thriller writers. Everything's dark and twisted. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. This is what we do. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> oh, my God. Like death and destruction in worst case scenarios. I know. I know. Maybe I'll just reread Red, White, and Royal Blue. I've you already read it twice. And, you can't uh, keep rereading that book. There have to be other books that will uh, make you feel good. Oh, okay, I can't wait, keep wait. rereading that book. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Uh, it's a cozy mystery, so it's not okay. like it's not like feel good, but it's like you know it's not a serial killer thriller. It's <laughs> not super heavy. Um, Execution in E by Alexia Gordon comes out um, on March twenty fourth, so uh, it'll be out by the time this podcast airs. And it's a book in her um, guess so many Brown series, and she's just a really she writes fun books. So um, this one's set at a wedding. And um, I'm looking forward to reading it. That All right. There you go. <laughs> I still I want something like sexy to read. I'm just going to put that out to our listeners. If you have like something like a sexy escapist read you could recommend to me. I just yeah, I don't know. That's what I want right now. I wouldn't mind some of those recommendations myself. That does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Help us out listeners. <laughs> Help us out. We we need it. <laughs> we really need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope some of you find good reads from this list, and uh, we would love to hear not just your sexy recommendations, but <laughs> anything you have on on social media. Um, and everyone, stay inside and stay healthy and get some reading done. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is also bizarre. <laughs> it sure is. All right. Talk to you later. That's it for this episode of Unlikable Female Characters. Don't forget to subscribe, and you can also follow us on Twitter at UnlikableFCPod for updates, book recommendations, and angry feminist rants. Our website is unlikablefemalecharacters.com, and we're also on Instagram at unlikablefemalecharacters. Thanks for listening.